Hi, welcome to the Resilience Podcast. My name's Kobe Greer. Today, we're going to be speaking with Tina Naye Fagali on transactional analysis. Welcome, Tina. Hi, hi, Kobe. Nice to be here. Lovely. Tina is an EAP counsellor at Access Wellbeing Services and has worked as a counsellor for over 25 years. Her therapy style is guided by the theory of TA, but she draws from many different approaches depending on the needs of her client. She is passionate about learning new modalities and deepening her knowledge of classical models in the field of psychology and self-growth. Tina has always had an interest in psychology and teaching since adolescence. In fact, her undergraduate was a major in Italian and psychology and went on to do teaching with a graduate diploma in education. She stumbled into transactional analysis after a 10-year career in teaching and began training and counselling under the supervision of Tony White and later Jan Coleman, two respected training psychologists in Perth. Mm -hmm. Tina's also completed a master's in counselling. Tina is of Italian origin and holds dearly this aspect of her identity. Tina has lived in Italy, Dubai and, of course, Perth. These experiences have heightened her understanding of individuals from various cultures and belief systems. Tina also cherishes her two adult children, her husband, friends, and all her relationships, even the casual ones. <laughs> so welcome, Tina. It's so, such a delight to have you here today. Thank you, Kobe. So, Tina, just, you know, really curious about TA. And, yes. and, and we'll use the term TA rather than it, transactional it, analysis. It, I and think in it's, fact, it's, it's shortened. Normally, it's shortened uh, with, with the, the initials TA. Yes. Okay. No, fantastic. So, how did your interest in TA begin? And how, as learning about it, has it impacted you? Yeah. Yes. Um, I discovered TA in um, 1981. Uh, purely, um, I, I stumbled into it. Mm. Uh, the uh, University of WA was offering uh, some courses uh, just to stretch, you know, o open to the public. And I was newly married and my husband and I decided to take two of the courses so that we would learn something new. And for me, TA um, was a, a like... Everything fell into place about understanding myself and other people. It was a real light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. And that excitement, that ha-ha uh, sort of impact of TA hasn't left me till now, wow. <laughs> actually. Yeah. yeah. So really at the, it started as a... a um, a personal growth, exactly. a personal development, yes, which yes, kind of yes, then yes, become yes. more of a professional yes, tool. Yes, exactly. And this, mm. this is, uh, I think, a strength of this model, of this modality that has many layers, language that's very easy to understand. Uh, it, it describes various processes very simply, but it, it, it's also a model that can be used in uh, psychotherapy, in coaching, in education and organisations mm. at different levels. Fabulous. You know, by professionals, in other words, yeah. Yeah, no, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. So what is TA? Okay. And, and, and how relevant is it to cultivating resilience? resilience yes, yeah. yes. I, I thought I'd start by 
um, with resilience, okay? And by uh, highlighting um, some of the main characteristics, what, what we mean by resilience. Just a brief sort of look at the definitions. To be resilient, we need to be able to uh, self-regulate, to face difficult life events. It refers to the ability to bounce back and, and to function in, in the face of difficult experiences. Uh, I would like to add, like this definition, the ability to function uh, in the face of change and shocks from the outside world is good, but ideally we want to function um, well. We want to function in a balanced way. Mm. On an <laughs> well, everyday. Yeah, but... while still being able to access joy, enjoyment, not just a matter of being able to function. So for me, resilience um, means yeah, being able to face what life throws uh, at us appropriately. Okay, I'll bring I'll bring TA and resilience together at, in, mm. in a moment. So TA is a model, is a is a modality. It offers a theory of personality. It offers a theory of communication and also of child development. How can it help resilience? I think of TA and. And for me, as for my individual use and as a counsellor, I think of it as a map, a map of, of our internal landscape, um, a, a map that's clear, simple and systematic. And that's what a map is. You can, mm -hmm. And it's pictorial as well. You know, like one of the strengths is that um, dynamics, uh, uh, difficult dynamics, complex uh, dynamics can be illustrated um, so it's really helpful in understanding ourselves. So it has relationship with ourselves and it can help us to understand our relations, our interactions. So it's a relational model. So it, it helps us in uh, understanding our relationship with others, what has gone wrong and above all, what we can do differently. So it, it is a cognitive tool but it's so easy to understand. And I want to say something little about Eric Byrne. Eric Byrne was a psychiatrist, a Canadian psychiatrist, who um, was using the psychoanalytic you know, theory in, in the 1960s. And he devised or he originated uh, the, you know, the foundation uh, principles of TA because he thought psychoanalysis was too complex. So it was a theory where the the psychiatrist was the the expert and the client so we, uh, and the client was you know way down there so he wanted Your to parents. equalize exactly yeah. equalize that relationship so a, as a TA counselor if you do pure TA you're encouraged to share with the clients if 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 they want the principles that you're using so that they can go on with their self-growth on their own. Mm. Yeah. So with TA, putting the two together, so we mentioned the ability uh, to face difficult events, self-regulate, bounce back and function while experiencing all emotions. I think that this model clarifies how we respond to, to events, okay? Mm. Uh uh, what is it, it? It answers what is being triggered um, by this situation in me, uh, and also 
what's being poked from the past and is my response appropriate to this situation. The TA encourages individuals to develop their, their executive, their thinking. So mm. we're always inviting clients to come back to the here and now. Am I facing this situation proactively? Am I discounting something? So it, it, gets, the, uh, it gets us exploring and uh, standing back from, from the, the situation. Mm. And also it gives us a language mm. to describe the psychological processes. Yeah. Because, yeah. and I suppose with that map, that pictorial map, yes, be interesting if you could put some language around is it the parent, adult, child? Uh, well, uh, I, I'm um, uh, one of uh, my ch- the challenges of, of doing this podcast is keeping my information brief and to the point. I, I, I will <laughs> succinct it, right? I, I, yes. will, I will bring, uh, of course, I will address yeah. that's the foundation stone of TA. And mm. uh, so, um, yes, I'll, I'll uh, focus on that in a second. Sure. Absolutely. No, great. So, so I suppose from here, Tina, it, it'd be great to discuss those unique concepts about TA, exactly, yeah, and yes. especially how that supports yes, uh, building yes. resilience for our listeners. Yes, yes. In my view, um, well, I've chosen four concepts of TA. There are more than that, but you know, due to you know our need to to be succinct and, you know, to do this podcast in a, in a limited time frame. I've chosen the ones that I consider um, the most important. Um, so the, the foundation, the, the building block this of TA is the concept that we have different parts in us uh, and they're called ego states. Um, I... Since the the 1960s, these principles came out in 1961. Since then, I I want to emphasize that um, I know there's there's other theories, other models, and uh, that that, um, talk about parts. Um, And I, you know, my enthusiasm about TA does not. uh, exclude, you know, the the validity of other concepts. Okay, okay. so you could sure. say this is one, in my, in my opinion, the pioneering, uh, the pioneer in this concept of uh, our personality, um, uh, kind of being acted out of three ego states: parent, adult, and child. Um, it's really important. I mean, this is so simple, but really important because each ego state is is uh, uh, so. The ego states are parent, adult, and child. The parent is divided into critical parent and nurturing parent. The adult is not subdivided, so that's the part of us that thinks that uses the the thinking faculty. A prefrontal cortex, uh, the, part of our brain, uh, yes, an executive yes, function. Yes, yes. Mm. And the parent is uh, a collection of the shoulds that of we... Of the child. Well, oh, all sorry. of this begin. No, 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 that's okay. It, it's a really, I mean, it's a really good comment that these ego states begin in childhood, begin forming in childhood, 
and all the messages that resonate with us or that as we grow up, there are messages that are given to us clearly, you know, by our church, by our parents. And then there are some that we absorb uh, or resonate with our personality, with our uh, temperament that our parent or the institution didn't even mean to to pass on, okay? So anyway, the parent in us records all of these and then the the powerhouse, the, the, the energy of the personality comes from the child, which is our emotional self. And um, the child is, is, is subdivided. When we are little, it's free child. You know, we, we experience joy. We, we don't know how to put limits on ourselves. And slowly we adapt um, Okay, another principle of TA and ego states, which I think is is um, is gold, is that each ego state has positive and negative aspects. So, mm. the ideal personality uh, responds uh, to events that you know are thrown to us, uh, ideally, you know, appropriately drawing from positive and negative. Mm. Um, so, say the nurturing, the parent, as I said before, I'll just focus on the the positive and negatives of of the nurturing parent. Uh, the nurturing um, has a lot of positives, you know, the ability to comfort, to rescue, to uh, uh, to self soothe self and others. Mm. Uh, but its negative side is. Uh, you know, giving help when not asked, over rescuing. Uh, uh, n- there's no such a thing as over res- yeah. responsibility. That sort of over response. Yes, feeling pressured to do more in a helping way. Yeah, I think right. over responsibility would come from um, another part of, of oneself. Okay. Yeah. So. The, the, the negative and positive aspects of, of ego states are, are, are very helpful. So why is it helpful and how it relates to resilience? That when we are being triggered, so every ego state is a system of thought, feelings, behaviours, body language. So our feelings and our actions are indicators of which part of us is being activated. It helps us to understand. So if I'm, if I'm feeling very, very sad, the child is, in me is being activated, for example. And I would then inquire into that. What does it mean for me? Like, uh, uh, what, what feeling has been, you know, it's to do with that part of me. Yes, yeah. yeah. So this is that standing back and that observing self kind yes. of seeing if the child part or the um, parent part is being activated. Exactly. So this is that internal landscape that you spoke of. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. That's why I underline that it is a cognitive tool that after the event, let's say after, for example, you've been flooded by a particular reaction or if one is stuck, you can step back and, and, and examine which part of me is, is activated? Yeah. Why? What is so significant? L- like, uh, for example, the, the, the critical parent, m- maybe a value has been crossed and, and the critic in us is saying, no, that's not right and getting very indignant. So 
you're, you're bringing understanding mm. to your own reactions. Beautiful. Yeah. Shall we use a, just a, an example just yeah. to help listeners understand the working of the of the model. Yes, yes. And so, for example, if a listener is triggered by a dominating manager or yes. their colleague, yes. if you could work through, Tina, what part of these ego states would be activated and how, how can someone help self-soothe or regulate that emotion? I think it's a a very good uh, example. Uh, So how can one regulate and how can I approach that person in a different way? Mm. Okay. So Mm, uh, when faced with a a domineering personality, whether it's in the workplace or socially, that person is out of awareness in their tone and words, very likely acting out of their critical parent. And they will hook the child in the other person. It, it is when, when the transaction starts from that part of you, there is no other way, but the knee-jerk, the automatic reaction is for the other to receive that in, in the child. Right, okay? yes. And to feel uh, undermined, demeaned. Uh, powerless uh, even. P- powerless, powerless, powerless. Mm. Add to that that a lot of us have had a lot of negative experience with authority, uh, you know, in in um, in our childhood, in our adolescence, and so on. That uh, behavior, let's say, by our manager or by our partner, or th- that uh, we will be even more uh, charged, you know. Sure. A- and your your automatic response is to answer from a, a, a victim, poor me. Uh, uh, a one-down position. Okay? Yes. Being aware of that, uh, being aware too that you have other parts in you. That's what's being triggered. That's when. That's what's being activated uh, by the way the transaction w- was sort of launched, if you like, yes. was initiated. But we have a choice to respond from adult, not to take that behavior personally to begin with, and to respond with. Let's say with a partner, could you say that in another way? You know that, that that your tone bothers me, instead of you know, responding in from the child. Yes. When we respond right. from the same child, we just go into defensiveness, or we get very very small and helpless. Yes. So this is just a brief sort yes. of. Uh, yeah. But it's understanding that pattern of relationship, yes, isn't yes, it? Yes. So when we have that awareness of that pattern of whether it be authority yeah. or when we're triggered into um, that sense of powerlessness. Yes. It's starting to understand that part, isn't it? Yes. yes and starting yeah. to explore that part. Yes, yes. So for the individual where the child has been um, activated or yeah, yes, yes, triggered, yes, yes, yes. where does the self-soothing or the self-regulation. So that comes from the adult or does that come from the parent? So this is that internal That internal relationship, yes. Yes. Well, uh, that's a a very good question. Ideally then you would activate, 
you know, after, after having taken action, responded, you know, not responded in kind, responded from another part of you, you would activate your own nurturing, your own compassion towards yourself and, and, and interpret or there he or she goes again, that's their issue. Uh, I, you, you develop more boundaries. You, 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 you step in. The nurturing in you steps yes. in to protect your own child. Yes. Instead of going into helpless, uh, which, which is a normal reaction. Like uh, sometimes when we have, for a lot of us, we just feel so overwhelmed by the brunt of, of, a, of an aggressive personality that we completely cancel or we feel, you know, there's nothing that we, we can do. Yes, yeah. yes. No, that's, um, yeah, I really love the that self-development aspect. Yes, yes, yes. And, yes, yes. Um, and so, so what I'm understanding, and please mm. correct me, Tina, but when our, when our child that um, has been triggered, yes. so that vulnerable part, yes, yes. Um, it's starting to activate that, that compassionate parent. Because I can imagine that a lot of people have internalised their caregiver or their parent or institution as yes. to, and they might, and their critical voice might come down or, you know, I'm not okay, I'm stupid or whatever yes, that might yes, be. Yes, yes, yes. And so, again, it's raising the awareness of that self-dialogue. Absolutely, yes, yes. But starting to activate that compassionate parent because, you know, just through yeah. our work, yeah. I, I see that a lot of people have so much compassion for other people, but then with the invitation to bring that compassion back to themselves, themselves. to that yes. vulnerable yes. part, can be incredibly challenging. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of developing that relationship, which is around self-soothing. Would yeah. you yeah. agree, yeah. Tina? Uh, I agree with what you said, that uh, a lot of us are able to be nurturing in our relationship with others, but we uh, do not, a lot of people don't even think of activating or being nurturing to themselves. Absolutely. So these, these two, if you like, these two threads, relationship with self, relationship with others, more, more often than not with ourselves, there is a need to increase our nurturing. As counsellors, we see this a lot. Mm. It's a, a, a practice that a, a lot of uh, individuals don't even, don't have. They, they don't, uh, yeah. So becoming aware that it is in you, you just got to give it a little bit of focus. You, it's, it's almost like you have to activate it. You've got to uh, charge yes. it a little bit with, yes. with your attention. It's there. What? What, what comforting words can you say to yourself? What, how could you, uh, how could you see uh, what, say uh, uh, an aggressive, um, uh, discounting manager? Is there another way that you could see that you could interpret that person's behaviour instead of taking it personally? Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, building. Uh, uh, paying attention to what parts of us uh, uh, need to be developed in order to attend 
to what life throws at us. Yes. And that's how it links with resilience. Yes, fantastic. Um, you know, and, 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 and this is, you know, in, in preparing or in sort of, um, well, in preparing for this podcast, I knew my challenge would be containing the principles. In reality, we've just covered one. Uh, but I, because it segues into the other, I, I think I want to close with another concept of, of TA that relates to, to uh, resilience. Please. And that is, you know, that, that stance, that attitude of I'm okay, you're okay. In TA, it's called a life position. So if I could refer to, to that um, scenario that, that you put forward about, you know, a domineering other, that person is relating to you from a stance of I'm okay, you're not okay. Yes. From a one-up uh, yes. stance. And, and automatically it, it, it may, it, it will trigger you to, to, to respond from I'm not okay, you are, from a victim Sure. Position or stance or attitude. Um, the ideal, the ideal uh, uh, stance is bringing it on an equal basis. I'm okay. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that awareness. How can I equalize that? You could do it with a with a joke. You could do it by uh, literally walking out. I'm not liking this. I'm, I'll talk to you again when you talk to me respectfully, for example. Sure. Uh, or, or you could playfully say, uh, yeah, or, or that was the humor, uh, from your adult, I get your message, but can you say it in another way, mm-hmm. for example. Um, you, but what you're actually doing, you're trying to equalize mm. that transaction. Yes, okay. yes. But, even if you can't, in your own self, you can, um, afterwards, you can reflect that, oh, this happened because this person operates in all their transactions, especially, there's so much in there in a role, some people, especially in some professions, mm. are stuck in an, in, in an ego state. And, and operate from that. And, and, it, and that insight will help in not take, taking that action so personally. Sure, yeah. sure. No, that's helpful. So, Tina, um, to end our session today, mm-hmm. is there anything in particular you would like our listeners to take away from today's session regarding TA and resiliency? Uh I uh, wanted to impress upon uh, listeners that this is a a very clear model uh, that is out there for individuals to learn of their own accord, um, just using the the, the channels of, even the simple channels of YouTube, podcasts, uh, links. Um, there's a lot of uh, free informations. The concepts are easy to understand. And our guide is if it resonates with you, as, as it did with me, basically. Yes. Yeah. No, thank you, Tina. It's been a delight having you here today. Thank you so much, Coffee.